Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Apostle Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and we are back again. Thank you for all the listeners that have joined in. I am excited again to have as a guest today, Minister Sarita Acker, and she is going to be talking to us about her book, It's a Girl's Thing, and I'm so excited to have her on again. If you missed the last podcast, please go back and check it. Man, the glory of God was on that podcast talking about believing, thinking, and speaking God's kingdom promises. But with that being said, I know as Minister Sarita, but I'm going to get to know her, and I think you guys are going to get to know her in a different way. Um, Minister Sarita Acker, but she serves as the Executive Director of Peer and Wise at Clemson University, where she has served for over 30 years. Her focus has been on retention, career development, and recruiting women and underrepresented students in the STEM majors. So I want to ask you, and welcome again, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful, and I'm so excited to be able to uh, talk to you again. So I'm doing great. (laughs) Good. So tell us uh, what prompted you to write It's a Girl Thing. Well, um, actually, I wrote It's a Girl Thing in 2009. And the reason why, yeah, I wrote the book many years ago. I received the grant uh, through the National Science Foundation in order to uh, do some outreach with girls. I love to encourage girls. I mean, in the secular and in the spirit, they're all really God, so it's one. But I'm just saying in my work life, I really love that as well, as well as in ministry. But I'm not an engineer or a scientist, and I'm not in technology and and math and so forth, But so I needed something to be able to describe and motivate uh, young women, especially women of color, and students of color who are still first generation sometimes, what the STEM, what STEM was all about, science, technology, engineering, and math. And so I began to just think about how could I personally make them understand what it was all about, how it personally affect them in their everyday lives. And so this little booklet uh, is mainly for maybe middle school. I mean, anybody, any age, it could be read to. It's, it's just trying to explain to them about the need and how many products that we use as women, as young ladies, that are made by engineers and scientists and people that are in the STEM field. Wow, wow, that is amazing, especially with our young girls of color. So that is an amazing um, thing to be able to write a book to encourage them at that age. You know, and what are some ways that we can expose our young girls to the math, science, and engineering? Well, first of all, I think that a lot of times when people say math, uh, we get a little afraid. I know I personally have gotten uh-huh. afraid when people say the word math. And so basically yes. I, I just want to let them know that 
you know, math is nothing to be afraid of. And I think that we as a people, we as a nation, need to start handling math like we do reading. We need to make sure that people mm-hmm. aren't afraid of it because math is involved in every, uh, probably every discipline you can think of. I mean, you got to know how to count and how much you got and so on and so forth. So I think letting people know that math is the gatekeeper for many careers, but especially those careers of STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. So math is one of those things. And just just basic math all the way up to algebra and trig and all of those and making sure parents are involved with their choices and what kind of math classes that, uh, you know, our students are taking. Uh, You know, if you don't know, then maybe talk to your guidance counselor or someone to make sure that they're on that right math path because that gets you into a lot of different career paths. And then the next thing is just letting them know uh, these designer jeans and this lip gloss that you like and all these different things that you do, a lot of it is chemistry and involves math. And you know what? It's always nice to, to look good. I love to look good. But what if you were the maker? What if on those jeans it was, uh, you know what, Tiffany or Sarita? And what if we, yes. were, the ones, what if we were the ones to discover uh, the, the, the cure for COVID or for cancer or what if we were the ones to make the first automobile that did something that was exciting that took us to another level? Or what if you know this lotion that we wear that maybe you might find something that make, a, make us look a little younger? I mean, there's so many things that, that, you know, we're living in now that was just a thought in somebody's uh, mind. You know, I remember, I'm, you know, I, I'm a little older, but I remember the cell phone. Everybody has one. This was somebody's idea. And a lot of times there are men that are making products that we as women are using, and we need to be at those designing tables because mm-hmm. who knows better how to be a woman than we do. That's right. That is so true. You know, my niece, and while you were saying that, my niece, and I, you know, I think about her even now. She's probably about 10, 9 or 10 now. But about 8 or 9, her mother would work with her to do her own, make her own lotions, and she had to know how to put this amount of oil in it and this amount of this in it. And so at our church, she would sell her lotions and make money off of it. And, you know, she'd count her money up, and, you know, and that's one of the ways that you can start exposing your children early, and I was so proud of it, you know, and that may be something she may want to do one day or not, but at least she was being exposed to it. So I'm in agreement that we need to start early exposing our young people to that. Now, you know, you know, I heard it a lot of times, but is it true that boys, you know, and men's brains are more wired towards math, science, and engineering, or why? Do you think, is that not true? Uh, personally, I, I have not said, can say that I've done a whole lot of research on that, but I will mm-hmm. say this. I, I think that our brains are wired towards anything that we believe in and that we believe that we can do. I believe just as well as men. But but more so than anything, I think that it's exposure and how we train our girls. I, I feel like I have two daughters, and I think that, you know, we definitely, you know, all have maybe a, a fairy tale that we're just going to settle down and have this, you know, husband and da-da-da-da-da, and that's all good and well. I think that's lovely, and you should have that. But we also need to train our girls that they can do uh, different, you know, professions, that there's not a male engineers that's mm-hmm. only for men only or there's not a male or female nurse. I mean, we have men that are in nursing. I mean, I think that this gender bias 
that we have against professions should kind of be depleted and that if somebody shows, uh, if we have a little girl that shows the interest in building and Legos, that's okay. I mean, what's wrong with that? Maybe she's going to be the next great architect or something like that. I think that when I was coming along, people, you know, they had this gender bias against, okay, girls were teachers and nurses and da 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 but all that, that's behind us, and now we need to be able to encourage people to be what they want to be and that if they have the uh, perseverance, if they have the discipline, if they have, in my, my respect, put God first, they can do whatever they desire to do. The Bible says our people perish because of the lack of knowledge. And we always look at that like spiritual knowledge, and this is true, but also knowledge to get ahead. I mean, God yes. is a creator. He is a yes. creator. He is a, he is a problem solver. And one of the things that you have to be geared towards as a person in STEM, you got to be creative. And you definitely got to learn how to do critical thinking and problem solving. And you know what? That is nothing but our father. Uh, we're being him when we create. I mean, Jesus was a carpenter, so that means he likes to build things and put it together. And guess what? He put us together. So I just think that the world is large and that it's not just reaching the sky. It's beyond the sky. Yes, 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 yes. And I tell the young people all the time, you know, I'll tell them, you know, the sky, you know, you hear that comment, the sky's the limit. No, the sky ain't the limit. You go as high as you can go. <laughs> and so I love that. I, you know, I just love that, you know, encourage them. Well, like you said, whatever you see in your heart to do, if the Lord allows you to do it, be able to do it. And so math, science, and engineering, if that's what you desire to do, parents, you know, those that may have been listening, you know, let the young people listen to this episode because I believe it would help them, you know, and get the help and the support that they need because they can do all things through Christ that strengthens them. Now, I love this quote that you have in It's a Girl Thing, and you said women deserve to deserve a seat at every table in every profession. Tell me a little bit about that quote and why you said that. Because we deserve to be at those designing tables. We deserve to be able to design things that not only just uh, enhance the life of women, but men too. As I, as I referred to earlier in our conversation today, a lot of things, like I, I was doing my research, I think a man uh, designed and invented the diaper. Okay, it's nothing wrong with that. We know men change diapers, but I feel like women change a lot of them. So I feel like uh, a woman needs <laughs> to table, okay? I, I feel yes. like, you know, yes, we, we love cosmetics. Oh, I love MAC gloss and this and that. But at the end of the day, if you would go and do your homework, a lot of times men are at the designing uh, tables, designing these products, and women need to be entrepreneurs making their own products like you referred to with your niece so that we can change a generation. It, the time is now, and I just encourage people to use their gifts and their talents. And, you know, everybody doesn't have to go and get a four-year degree. Maybe that's not your calling. I would love that that would be so. I feel like the more education you have, uh, the better you position yourself. But a lot of people go to maybe a, a tech or a, a just get a trade, and they still can really make a difference and change their whole life and change a whole generation uh, by moving into another economic status. And, you know, people will say, well, it's not about the money, and it's not. You should do what you love. But listen, uh, the Bible says that money is the answer to things. And so if I don't have have nothing, I can't help nobody. 
So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating that you just got to get rich or whatever. But listen, I know that I'm first generation. My husband's first generation. And if it had not been for me pursuing my education, I wouldn't have the opportunity to be on the radio today talking to you about STEM. And you know what? So I just want to just tell our young people, get a skill, get a trade, do whatever. And if you really, really like, people love social media. I want to be on Facebook. I want to be on Twitter. I want to be on Instagram. What, were you, what if you were the person that created Facebook? What, Come what on, if man. you were the person that took it to another level? What if you, you created Twitter? Those people are getting rich off of your entertainment. It's time now for you to be the person that invents so that you can reap the harvest. A lot of people are waiting till they get to heaven to enjoy life. I don't know about you, sister, but I want to enjoy it right now. So I ask right the Lord here. Release, mm-hmm. release all these creative juices and to fill this pipeline. There's less than nine percent African American uh, people in in the in the engineering field today. That we need you making computers and making cell phones and making things easier for us. Where are you? We're waiting on you. Yes, yes, yes. And I love watching um, inventors and engineers and these they have shows about these inventions and engineers. And in the early days, it was a lot of uh, males. It was a male dominated field. But one of the things that they did, they acknowledged that, you know, God gave them the inventions and they got these inspired ideas. But I'm, I'm believing and knowing and I am so proud today to see more women in the math, science and engineering field. And just to see the creativity I love seeing the women that are doctors now. We just have so many more, and you have to know all of that, which is science and your math, in order to be able to do that. And this is the time and the season. If you want to do it, go for it, for it, because God is with you. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So what are some things that the parents can do or the guardians can do to expose the children to math, science, and engineering in the home? First of all, you know, try to work on their analytical skills and helping them to be more confident in math. That's the first thing. The second thing is find something like what I just wrote to tell them what careers are all about. We, we often tell our children, be a doctor, be a nurse, be a this, be a that, but be educated on how much education it requires. Maybe it requires less or more. And also, you know, expose them to people that are in the field. Let them go shadow somebody that you know that's an engineer or a student in college. And just, let, just you know, fill your home with educational tools and let your conversation be about and let them visual, visualize what they can possibly be in the future. I mean, there are so many opportunities. I mean, no one ever told me that I could be an engineer. I didn't learn about it until later on. So start talking to them now about things that they can do. And then, like, look at their hobbies. Some people can really put stuff together. Like, they like to take things apart and put them back together. Some people can come up with ideas. you like, where in the world did you get that from, girl? And so there are gifts <laughs> that you can hone in and you can see, okay, you know, capitalize on that and make it, you know, where that you can find out what they truly want to do. Uh, everything that you need is in you, but they need that push. They need that wisdom. Uh, let them go to summer camps. There's summer camps that are offered at community centers. There's summer camps, career camps that's offered, you know, at, at universities during the summer. Just let them investigate while they're young, even as even as when they're in elementary and kindergarten. 
start talking to them about the things that they can be and do and let them see pictures and people that look like them. I mean, all things are possible. Yes, and you know, you're going to laugh, but uh, Sarita, I, when, when I got your book, I let my niece look at the book because you say expose them to different things. So I, I got her the book, and I, I wanted her to look at it to see what she thought about it. And so when she got the book and she opened up the book, the first thing she was like, well, ooh, they make that much money? Okay. And then they make this much money? And so I was laughing when you was like, you know, we say it ain't about money, but money answers all things because the first thing she noticed in the book was the salaries of the different people you had mentioned, like the scientists and the nurses and she was like "Ooh, that's a lot of money (laughs) and so she was interested yes we want to make money again (laughs) yeah i don't have nothing i can't help nobody (laughs) i'm okay you a ride and i'm walking come on that's right that's right if i want to change a generation i need something that is stable that i can do and i want to also encourage entrepreneurship i mean listen create something put it out there and make it happen. Either way you go, you cannot go wrong. That's right. That's right. So in your book, uh, it says uh, your focus has been on recruiting women and underrepresented students in the STEM majors. Tell us a little bit more about the STEM major and what you do as the executive director of Peer and Wise at Clemson. Well, one of the things that I do is I offer a mentoring program to incoming freshman students so that they can see others that have uh, went through a very rigorous major and made it. So we definitely pair them up with people that, you know, look like them to try to uh, motivate them to stay in the field because a lot of times they'll go through that first year and be like, ooh, this is not for me. Oftentimes they could be number one in their class, but engineering is no joke. You really got to be strong in that math and that chemistry and that physics and those sciences, and you can't be afraid because you can do it. Second thing that we do, we do life coaching. That was something that I basically have brought in as an executive director. I've been there, that for about six years now. I feel like we can't expect 18-year-olds uh, and so on and so forth to uh, really know all about life. They may want to talk to someone other than their parents to be able to have time management, focus on what they want to do next and help them with. So we offer life, at life coaching, academic coaching. Another thing awesome. that we do, we have a study hall. Uh, and we offer tutoring, and that sounds maybe like a word that most people feel like they don't need, but, you know, at Clemson, everybody is probably third or second in their class, and therefore that makes that you dead average when you come, which means, therefore, people need tutoring. So tutoring is not a bad word. Uh, at, at Clemson, we offer academic enrichment, uh, professional development, opportunities for them to go to professional conferences, and we set up professional conferences for our students. And then we have summer programs in which we just had one for rising 7th and 8th graders, and it was sponsored by Duke Energy and many other corporations that are underserved populations to attend and learn all about STEM. And so, um, yeah, we have many ways and many things that I do. I oversee retention, trying to retain them in engineering, outreach, exposing them to what engineering is all about, and recruitment, bringing those students that are in high school to campus so that they can be on the pathway to getting in the STEM fields. And I love it. I really love encouraging and inspiring people. And I can tell that, and, and, and listen, listeners, you, if you're listening and you have a niece or nephew or children uh, that are interested in that, there's an awesome program there at Clemson. You need to consider doing that. Uh, 
Well, Sarita, I want to thank you so, so, so much again for sharing with our listeners and just talking to them about the STEM program because I know it's an amazing program, and I encourage you guys to get in touch with her to find out more about it. So would you please let us know how we can get your book and also how somebody could contact you to find out more about the Peer and Wise program at Clemson? Wonderful. Thank you again for just having me, and thank you for the opportunity to inspire uh, the listeners today. Uh, if you desire to get in touch with me, you may get in touch with me at wsarita at clemson.edu, and I will help you uh, answer any questions about any pathways or any opportunities related to STEM. And even if you're not thinking about coming to Clemson, if I can help you anyway, I will. The way that you can get the book, you can buy it on Amazon. And I want to let you know I have another book coming out, Math, Science, and Engineering, It's for Everyone. And it should be out in the spring of next year. And so I want yes. to encourage you to, um, you know, get the book and share it with your um, young nieces, nephews, daughters, whatever, because it is for everyone. And we just want to, to kind of like throw, uh, a, throw out a shout-out to girls because we want them to know that they're, they're have the, they have the opportunity to be in leadership. So thank you again, and please reach out. I look forward to speaking to you to help your, your youth be, uh, have a brighter future. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Sarita, and we just appreciate you for being on. And you as the listeners, thank you so much for joining in again. We love you and we appreciate your support, and we know that something has been said to help you today. Encourage, encourage your young girls to be the best that they can be in all that God has called them to be. Until next time, you have a wonderfully blessed day. God bless. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.